Hey there and welcome. Are you ready to put your digital marketing on steroids? Well, you've come to the right place. This is the Impressive Digital Marketer Podcast. Digital marketing runs through our veins. So listen up to get some seriously impressive ideas for your business. Let's do this. Good morning, listeners, and welcome to the Impressive Digital Marketer Podcast. This is episode 33. My name is Robert Tadros, the CEO and founder of Impressive Digital. Uh, And today I've got Lisa Tay from Cody Agency. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. So for all our listeners, Lisa, do you want to just give everybody a bit of a rundown on, I guess, who you are and, and, and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So I am the founder and director of Cody Agency. So we do everything organic social from content creation to posting and we work with influencers, graphic design, web design, a little bit of everything. Um, And recently the fastest growing area of our business is LinkedIn management. So. Ah, there you go. Thank you for the segue. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, let's, so today's topic, as I mentioned, is about LinkedIn and, and yeah, the management from a, from a business perspective, right. And even from a personal point of view. So do you want to give us a bit of a rundown as to why LinkedIn is very important especially in 2020? Absolutely. So I actually just gave a training session on LinkedIn. I know. <laughs> so. All my guys were in the room and they came out going, yeah, we're going to sell this now. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually LinkedIn, you know, if you're users of social media, you'll know that Instagram and Facebook have really had their organic reach shaped mm. in the past couple of years or so. But there's amazing organic reach still available on LinkedIn. So I would say that if you're in business, you need to be on the platform. Like there's literally no excuses. So you don't actually have to be actively posting. If you can do that, then that's amazing. But you should at least be on there connecting with different people, seeing what sort of content is getting put out in the business world. And if you're in sales, you and or you're a business owner, you should be all over LinkedIn posting Mm. content to do, uh, to grow your personal brand and also for lead generation. It's almost going through the evolution, right? Like I remember, well, even if I look now, some of the data that comes out of LinkedIn, it's very similar to what Facebook used to be back in like, I don't know, 2012, 2012, 2013. We used to be able to get a lot of engagement, a lot of reach. Obviously, now you got to pay for it. <laughs> With LinkedIn, you don't. So you're the LinkedIn queen. I mean, you're all over my newsfeed. Oh, no. I know we were just talking about it before <laughs> with Cass. So what's the um, what's the secret? God, I, honestly. I mean, don't give away too much. But, do, yeah. <laughs> you can give away a little bit. Look, there's a lot of best practice that you can do for LinkedIn. So yeah. obviously, posting content frequently, subtitles, having catchy copy. Yeah. But really, my biggest, you know, and the biggest thing that I was trying to hammer home in my training um, with the teams is that you just need to actually start posting. So don't overthink it. Yeah. yeah. Just get a post out, like whether it's once a week, once every two days, whatever works for your schedule, but just start getting content out there and then seeing what works. Because I yeah. think people, firstly, people really care and about what other people think and really you shouldn't. Like if you can just try and move past that, that's one of the biggest blocks that yeah. people have. They worry that people are going to judge them for posting or judge what they say. It's like, who gives a shit? Like, mm-hmm. honestly, mm-hmm. you know, I think for me, really try not to care what people think and Gary V actually had this great point he goes for people who 
are thinking about posting on, say, social, but worry about what, what other people think, mm. they're putting other people's opinions over their own happiness and ambitions. I'm like, that's actually yeah, so that true. Sense, doesn't it? Yeah. So true. Yeah, I think it's 100% true. I think I'll, I'll throw one in there as well because I've, I've started um, posting a lot, as I'm sure some of the listeners ha- have seen, and it's all because of you, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think one key point is not to take social out of social media yeah and i know this is a pretty old saying but it still applies to linkedin i think i, I get thrown you know all sorts of offers to on a, on a daily basis right and being so i'm being sold to on linkedin on a daily basis and i think if you're taking that approach you probably won't succeed where if you're seen as a thought leader and you're actually educating educating the the, the audience you'll get a lot more cut through than just trying to sell your product or service Absolutely. And I actually feel like the content that you put on there doesn't have to be very technical. Mm. So I actually never talk about technical content on my actual personal LinkedIn. I just talk about things that inspire me in business, um, quotes that I might have heard, productivity hacks like your morning dump. Yeah, everyone loves my morning dump. <laughs> you got to tell me what your morning dump is before they get the wrong idea. And, and it's not what our <laughs> listeners think it is. <laughs> um, I've mastered a morning routine which consists of um, – it's, it's actually from the 5am club, but I've, I've put the rock twist on it. It's 20, 20, 20, so 20 minutes of exercise. Typically, I'll probably go a little bit over that. Um, I'll probably double it most mornings. 20 minutes of journaling, and that's where the morning dump comes in. So it's everything that's gone through my head. And as business owners and entrepreneurs, right, we wake up, I mean, sometimes I don't even bloody sleep, but we get up and we've got so many ideas and so many things that we need to do. And it's really good to just, you know, clear the cache. Get everything down on paper so you can start the day with a fresh with a fresh mindset, right? And then twenty minutes of meditation, which I've struggled with, but I am I am getting there. You know, if if I do five to ten minutes every morning, I'm pretty happy. The days that I do twenty, I'm ecstatic, right? I'm all I'm I'm over the moon. So yeah, that's that's the morning dump. Just in case anyone thought it was it was something else. <laughs> That does come later on in the day, but we'll keep that out for now. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, when I posted that, a lot of people, you know, that was actually one of my top performing posts and a lot of people were talking about Same, actually. Their, yeah. yeah, well, their struggles with meditation or their challenges with developing a morning routine. So I think, you know, you were great in sharing that uh, and, and that would add a lot of value to a lot of other people. Yes. So I think when you're thinking about what sort of content to share, you know, don't overthink it doesn't have to be the most riveting content to Mm. be honest a lot of the time i just post common sense and things that it's almost like just a reminder so things that i've heard maybe on a podcast i go oh that really resonated with me someone else might need to hear that message today so i'll just share it well it's more authentic right rather than being an edited video that it's you know taking a lot of production and and, and so on it's just a very authentic message yeah to to, to a bunch of followers and, and, and and users um, so just on that, you know, do you have any hacks, since we're on the topic of hacks, <laughs> of how we can grow, you know, how can someone grow their their followers on, on LinkedIn? Yeah, absolutely. So I would definitely say consistency of content yep. is key. So I post every day, Monday to Friday, generally a video. So if you can actually post a video, I feel like that's going to be um, a great way to actually grow your followers because I find that because I post video, my profile views. So as part of LinkedIn, you can go and have a look at your profile views. So my profile views have gone up significantly since I started doing video content because people get, I think they seeing a person in someone's feed stops them. Whereas if it's just a text post or an image... They'll just keep scrolling. Yeah, they're less likely to sort of click in and go, who's sharing this content with yeah. me? So, And I feel like with video, you can actually communicate your passion for what you do. Whereas it's not as easy to do that in text or like an image post. Yeah. So like when I talk about what I talk about, 
I, I genuinely love what I do. I'm really lucky. So I think that comes across. So when I actually get people reach out to me to want to work with me and they come to a meeting, they go, I can, I, I already feel like I know you because I've seen mm-hmm. you like pretty much every day because I'm annoying like that. Always <laughs> 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 people's feeds, but there's already that barrier broken down. So they go, I feel like I know you. I can tell that you're passionate about your team, about what you do, about your clients. I really want to work with you. So I think if you can get, put yourself out of your comfort zone and do video, then 100%. Yeah, and, and even just on that, like I, I had really good I, I recorded a, a video um probably about a month ago and it was targeted at Jane Luke because I really yes. wanted to work with, with Chopra and I I can't believe it even worked. Yeah. Right. So um I think it had like the highest engagement out of all the posts I've I've put on there. And it resulted in us having a meeting with her up in up in Sydney, right? And we we're in conversation at the moment. So it just I guess it proved to me the power of LinkedIn. And it was just an authentic video saying, look, you've been watching the growth of the company, been following your journey, you've done an amazing job. You know, we'd love to just have a chat and see how we can help. And from that, it resulted into the first meeting and hopefully into the second meeting soon. So yeah, I thought that was absolute, it was gold. And I'm going to definitely do it again. Oh, that's incredible. And the thing is like, good on you, because I think a lot of people feel that they're, you know, like if she didn't reply, you know. Well, I didn't really care to be honest. It was, a, it was exactly just a public right. like elevator pitch. Exactly um, right. And it worked. She yeah. replied within 24 hours and said, love your approach. It was very bold, which it was. And she said it's even on, it's very on brand for them, you know, because they are a very bold brand. Yeah. Um, and it worked. And as I said, it resulted in us, us going up and having a meeting with her up in, up in, up in Sydney. So just watch LinkedIn now. Just get drenched with everyone copying, <laughs> my, copying the approach. But yeah, no, look, that, thanks for that, Lisa. That's, um, that's really great great insights what about from a um i know we've been talking a lot about just you know businesses on the on the platform and and so on and and personal as well what about from an advertising perspective do you think i mean i know because it's obviously one of the services that we provide here at at impressive and i know the cost per click is actually quite high is there any relevancy between the two how the two sort of intertwine is it you know is it posting organic content and then throwing some money behind it you know is that the most the preferred way to engage with linkedin or are you a big advocate of just purely organic? That's a good question. So I would say given the organic reach on the platform, if you don't have budget, like now's the actual time Capitalize to Capitalise on it. Absolutely, because yeah. that's going to change. Yeah. So I know like from what you're saying, I know cost per click is very high. Yeah. So you don't actually necessarily need to be investing in promoting the post and and, and no because if your content's good and it's regular linkedin will do the rest for you so think about when you used to post on facebook all those years ago you know pretty much everyone would see it and the same with instagram so it's going to change like i always say to our clients you've probably got six to 12 months before they really start shaping the reach so if you want to get on it get on it right sucking us all in aren't they yeah you know they're pulling us all in they're going here you go have a little bit piece of that and see what you can do and then they're going to eventually start charging us for it exactly which is fine it's a business at the end of the day you know we've been able to use it for free but you know when you start to do more paid work on it like what people do with facebook and insta like that's going to have its benefits as well because you can be quite targeted but i think now if you're thinking about jumping on the platform being active just do it like honestly like no excuses anymore like you just gotta be on it yeah absolutely So Lisa, I heard this term the other day, profile optimization. Far away, what what the hell does that even mean? (laughs) So think about LinkedIn as almost like a landing page. So when you go on someone's website, you need to make sure that, you know, from when you guys are working with a client, you need to make sure it's on brand. So it's designed to... Call to actions. Yeah, it's optimized to convert. Yeah. So I think about that for my LinkedIn profile. So if someone happens to land on my profile page, what are they going to see? What uh, assumptions are they going to, you know 
uh, make a yeah, V from okay. seeing my profile. So is my photo um, high res? Does it look professional? You know, it's not me at the beach, you know. <laughs> it's like, you know, all or you're sitting there taking a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also things like that. I think it's really important to make sure that your profile photo is high res, it's professional. Your banner is relevant to what you do. So it should represent uh, either the company that you work for okay. or if you're your own business owner, yep. be relevant. So I have to give a shout out to Alex Louis from AppScore because AppScore is a digital technology company. Yes. And for the longest time, Alex Louis had a jar of pencils <laughs> in his banner. That's one of those generic LinkedIn banners, right? That it, it's that not. F- oh, it's not. He actually purposely <laughs> put it there. I was like, Alex, this is really Shout out to Alex. Not relevant. Good on you, mate. Finally. <laughs> Alex Louis, give him a follow on LinkedIn. Um, <laughs> no, but that was not relevant. So I said, you need to change this. This is not relevant to digital at all. It's like Or app score, you know, yeah. if you're speaking about the brand. Exactly. Yeah. So make sure that's relevant. Now, the most valuable piece of real estate is your little tagline bio thing uh-huh. that sits uh, near your little profile shot. And, yep. and a lot of people just have their title and the title of their company in there. So the challenge with this is a lot of the time people's company ty- uh, companies' names don't actually specify the service. So, for example, when I was talking to the Removify team about their profiles, it's not really clear what you're removing. Mm. And I, was, I use the example of like, are you removing stains from the carpet? Like it's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carpet <laughs> removalist. Carpet, yeah. It's not, it's not uh, immediately obvious. Yeah. So in my profile, I actually have, you know, uh, founder of Cody Agency. And then I say, um, you know, if you need help with digital marketing, contact me. Uh-huh. And then people go, okay, she does digital marketing. So she, you know, they'll contact me if they need help. Yep. And when you go through the actual, your LinkedIn feed, you'll see the person's name, you'll see the little photo, and then you'll see that two That little line. gray line where it says... The whatever the whatever person's title do. is yep. and what they, and whatever's in that little, like I call, call like the one line pitch. Yeah, so yeah, that's... Okay gold like that that's real estate gold to make it's almost sure like a title header on a um on a website you know when we're optimizing yes. it for for seo absolutely yeah, okay so you got to make that count so for, even for yours it's like what sort of digital like do you need help with paid uh you know yeah, paid social Google, data, yeah seo whatever, whatever yeah contact me just make it really obvious to people make it easy for people to go oh that's what you do i loved your video talking about this i want to work with you i'm going to contact you and, and, and i'm assuming that that can be actually searched via you know keywords or search terms in the in, in the in the search bar right yeah actually good point that you raise so in your actual bio so that definitely and in, in your bio you get 2,000 characters and you can put in things that can be searched uh-huh. as well. So it's okay. almost like mini SEO yeah. on LinkedIn. It's LinkedIn version of, of SEO basically. Yeah, but yeah. you know with a lot of people's bios, I'm sure you've seen them. Some of them are just massive chunks of text. Yeah. It's like no one's reading that. Yeah. So you've got to keep it short, concise to the point. Use bullet points, use emojis if it's relevant for your personal brand, but make it interesting because mm. that's your chance to actually talk about yourself and you're not defined by titles. Like you're not t- defined by your job title where you work, mm-hmm. um, how long you might have been in a place for, like the rest of your LinkedIn profile. Yep. Like that's literally, you can talk about what you're passionate about, what makes you different, what sets you apart. And that's really your little time to, you know, it's show your, your USP. Elevator pitch. Yeah. That's interesting. So can you add videos and photos in, in that bio as well? You can add publications. Okay. Uh, so say, for example, if you publish papers or yep. I've linked to the books I'll that I've written. Or a blog or yeah, you know, whatever yeah. it may be. So you can actually post blog content natively into LinkedIn. Okay. And LinkedIn actually want you to do that because they don't want you to leave the platform. Yes. So say when you're 
say if you're promoting your latest blog from Impressive, yep. I would actually post that natively onto LinkedIn rather than post the link in the actual copy uh-huh. because they okay. don't like sending people off the, the page or yep. off the platform. So they're less likely to push that post further. So if you have to put tip. a link, yeah, yeah. So if you have to put a link to something, you just put it in the first comments okay. and just make it really clear. It's like, if you want to read the rest of this article, head to the first comments, I'll post the link. Uh huh. Okay, yeah. that's a good little hack. Little hack. I, I, I always put it into the, just my into my status. Yeah. Or, or the first comment on the on, on the on the status. So it's good to yeah. know that I can just post them directly on the profile. Yeah, but I mean, look at the end of the day, you know, we're all about trying to do lead gen and sales. Yeah. So, yes. and you've done a great job with that Jane Lou video. Like that was amazing. Yeah, I think it was just more of just a direct approach, right? Rather than sending yeah. here an email message or yeah. or a cold email like yeah. you know what nine out of ten salespeople will do. I just took took a video and just posted on a public forum, which kind of, I guess, pushed it to, I don't know, maybe to reply, yeah, <laughs> right? Because it's out there and people were commenting saying, you know, Jane, reach out to Rob. Yeah. This is great. Um, and I, I had some great feedback, very, very positive feedback. So it worked. Um, and I know it's only a matter of time, as I mentioned before, that everyone's going to start copying my approach. But <laughs> you know what? I don't mind. Um, I mean, we're all about You'll pi- be on to the next one. pioneering it, right? Yeah, I've already got some <laughs> other ideas as how I'm going to reach out to... To, to other prospects but um yeah i think from a from a sales point of view i think it's an absolutely it's a powerful tool we'll see this this sales navigator which a lot of sales consultants use but besides that i think if you've got a powerful and quite a large following on on linkedin to take that approach just it's a bold cut through the bullshit approach and it's directly at the person that you need to speak to rather than just send them a cold email like everybody else does yeah and um, it's quite personal which i really like and i think that's the key because People aren't under any illusions that you're connecting with them on LinkedIn for business. You know, you're not trying to date them or anything. That's right. Yeah. Although some guys. I bet you would get a lot of thirsty of, DMs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think the, the benefit for, you know, people on LinkedIn in sales is that you can actually reach out to people that you want to work with and pitch to them. Correct. Or at least form a connection. But like what you did, it's like it has to be personal. You can't just send an automated message that just looks like a bot. You need to say maybe, hey, Rob, I saw your latest video in the morning dump. Uh, really inspired. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it just means that they've taken the time to write something personal. Yep. And you get messages all the time. So someone can actually be bothered tailoring a message for you. You're more likely to reply rather 100%. than just the, like... The more personalized it is, the, the more that I'll actually take the time to reply to Yes. Yeah, Whereas so many people just send out these generic messages. I'm like, do you honestly think I'm going to take time to reply to this? You yeah. can't even be And it's bothered. like 95% of them, it's like, hi, we're an Indian-based digital marketing firm. We I offer know. web development. It's, and Dear it's like, sir, and shit. I'm like, I'm a woman, you know? the artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I at least get my gender right. So that's actually a good segue into my next question. Um, bots on LinkedIn. What are your thoughts? I mean, look, I'm a... Personally, I'm a big fan of bots, but on certain for certain tasks and, yeah. and certain technology, I'm not a big fan of bots on you know Facebook or Instagram or um, or LinkedIn. So, what what are your thoughts? I just don't think it's at a level yet where it can be personalized enough. And let's face mm. it, sales is really all about that personal relationship. So, if you can't even be bothered sending a personalized, a personalized message, message you like, might as well just not be doing it. Yeah, just forget about it. Yeah, because they're going to be able to see straight through it, especially mm. people who are busy you know, who get all of these bot messages yeah. day in, day out. Like you're not going to be able to cut through the noise. Correct. That's why what you do with Jane, like that's in, like, that's amazing. Mm. Like hats off to you. That yeah. was such a good way to actually cut through that noise. So if you're thinking about approaching someone on LinkedIn, I would definitely do it no matter who it is. Mm. So I actually 
reached out to the co-founder of Netflix through LinkedIn. Oh, yes, that's right. I remember yeah. you telling me about this. And got to interview him for my podcast. So See how powerful it is? I know. No amazing, shame. Right? Like, honestly, no shame. Like, you just have to give it a go and message people you want to work with and, yeah, give them yeah. a reason to reply to you. Like, Some awesome insights. Yeah. Very, very good insights. Yeah. So for our listeners, hopefully that was very insightful. Um, if you have any questions for Lisa, I'm sure you'll be able to find her very easily on LinkedIn. <laughs> um, give just me a search, follow. <laughs> search her name and give her a follow. Um, and also with myself, if you've got any questions, just jump on LinkedIn. You'll find me there. Alternatively, you can jump on both our sites. So impressive.com.au and Cody, C-O-D-I.com.au. Cody um, Agency. Cody <laughs> Agency, sorry. <laughs> um, .com.au. But hope you've enjoyed it and look forward to our next next episode yeah thanks for having me thanks lisa and just post guys just post no excuses that's that's the ultimate just bloody post (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you